Bruh, like, <laughs> like it is early as fuck, guys. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's early, like, like so early. I should have recorded this yesterday and told y'all niggas good morning on it and just posted it. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But hey, man, good morning. Welcome to Rise and Grind, episode three. It's your boy Roderick, man. Um, not the juiciest weekend hip hop. Pause. That shit was. Not 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 the 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 most interesting week in hip hop. Um some some artists had big big weeks. But um we're just gonna go ahead and jump into it. Uh Cardi B over this past week made history as the very first female rapper to have three number ones on the Billboard Hot One Hundred charts. And um a lot of people saw that and, and kinda misconstrued it. Um there's been other females, uh, other female rappers that have three number one hits that have been on the Billboard charts. That's not what it's saying. Um, like, like of course, Nicki Minaj had several number one hits on on Billboard, but um, Cardi B has been able to have three number one hits, and those number one hits have stayed on the Billboard Hot 100 while the other ones hit number one. And then while the other one hits number one, the other two are still on the Billboard Hot 100. She's had three songs circulating on the Billboard Hot 100 that either are number one now or have been number one. Um, and that was Bodak Yellow, which is crazy because that was that was the song of summer 2017. And that song is still circulating on the Billboard Hot 100, um, the other one's gonna be the I Like It with Bad Bunny and J Balvin, um, and the one that just went number one was the, uh, it was Maroon 5, it was the feature she did with Maroon 5, um, The Girls Like You featuring Cardi B, and that was, a, that was a pretty good record, you know, it's a pop album, so I mean, if, not a pop album, I'm sorry, a pop record, so if you, you listen to that, I mean, I do, but, uh, Oh, disclaimer, everybody! This is this is a, <laughs> this is a Ferrari hat. <laughs> this is a Ferrari hat, guys. Like, don't don't not watch my video. <laughs> it's a Ferrari hat. Um, but yeah, that that always that always sparks something up in people when they see stuff about Cardi B like that because it's not even a. It's always about yo, congratulations, Cardi B. But it always ends up. Um, course like how many does Nikki have you know does does Nikki did Nikki get three this fast has Nikki had three uh at the same time like I said well of course no she does not like I said um Cardi B is the first female rapper to have three circulating um they were all number one on Billboard Hot 100 um what I will say Cardi B has the edge on is Cardi B yo Cardi B is doing like I said, like all three of these at the same time, like, yo, bro, she's doing numbers. Like, um, I think your love was was Nicki Minaj's first number one, um, and that was her that was her second single, uh, her second solo single, because her uh, first one was like, what was that like Massive Attack, shit like that? It didn't, <laughs> you probably didn't hear of it. It didn't do too well. <laughs> But um, her first one was Your Love And that one blew up quick too That one, that shit hit number one in, in like a month um, 
if if that it might have been a month like just over a month something like that but um her next one i don't think was until moment for life and that came like february 2011 the first one came uh i think july 2010 um not like there wasn't separation in cardi b's but um the one after that i don't think that she got another one when did she get another one damn um i don't know i gotta go check that out because cardi b is putting up number ones fast like <laughs> like like she's putting these shits up fast bruh um her first number one was in 2000 uh nigga minaj's first number one was yeah i was right july 2010 her second number one was Moment for Life. That was I was right about that one too. That was February 2011. Her next one wasn't until Make Me Proud with Drake's on on Take Care. Until that hit number one um, in 2012. Um, Cardi B already had hers up because of course we were going to talk about this. Um, shit, I thought I had it up. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, let's see, Bodak Yellow. That went number one. In October 2017 Let's see And then I like it went number one In July this year So that was about a year later And then two months later (laughs) Girls Like You goes number one Well almost three months Just about Just about two months Two months Two and a half months Something like that Um But like I said, yeah, that it was it's not that much of a, a time gap. But <laughs> Brad, Cardi be putting up number ones fast and uh, I ain't gonna say too much. Because um Yeah. They both had they both had about the same number one, like the same amount of number ones. At that point in their career, I believe. Nah, <laughs> nah. I'm giving I'm giving Nicki Minaj too much leeway. <laughs> I'm giving Nicki Minaj too much. Uh, yeah, Cardi B got an edge on her ass. We gonna go ahead and keep going on though, cause I, I didn't talk too long about they motherfucking asses. Oof. Four scores seven years ago, Lil Wayne dropped a card of four, and and as it pertains to good music. That for me, cause I, I don't, I didn't give a fuck about. I'm not a human being too. Um, I think no worries was on there, rich as fuck, something like that, or it, something like that. But yeah, um, I didn't listen to no songs like that outside of those. Or I think he might have a future song on there, but um, the Carter Five dropped, man. The Carter Five dropped last Friday, a few days ago, a couple days ago. And it was like a, it's a, a the biggest moment of nostalgia, like a like popping his not I said popping his record and like it's a damn CD <laughs> playing his record, like playing this 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 album was like sitting in 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 junior high again or some shit like that. Like I felt like I was fucking fourteen again because I think I was fourteen the last time. <laughs> Wayne dropped the Carter album, um, <laughs> but um, 
I think it was a great album. I think it was really solid. If I had to rate it on A to F, because I can actually rate it, I think. Because I, I listened to it five, six times over. Um, I want to be able and, and take it like this, guys. I'm rating this as a as what I think this is a good album. Um, like a, a good album, period. I'm not saying a good Lil Wayne album. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, I say a B or a B plus. It was it was that good. Yeah, it was that good. And B plus is not bad, y'all. Like B plus is really good. Like that shit is really really good. Um, nah, for an album itself, it, I give it an A. I'm tripping. Um, because if it was any other rapper. If this was a, a kid's first album out, bro, we would be calling him one of the next best. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it about an A for for Lil Wayne. That's that's different. Uh, I'll probably say about a B. Yeah, that'd be on that one. Cause you got to look at things like like Carter Two, Carter Three. You gotta really stack it up. Um, <laughs> I know that's hard to say, and a lot of people don't want to compare. But like sometimes you really gotta stack them up if you're gonna compare the albums. Um, this was great. It might have been better than a Carter Four, <laughs> but that time will tell. That kind of thing. Um, it was great though, man. Um, he had a Kendrick Lamar feature on. What was that? Mona Lisa. I love you, Dwayne. His mama started out on the intro. Uh, that was great. I saw a bunch of people on social media go nuts over here. His mom, um, Dedicate. That's that's probably my favorite track right now. I'm not going to say on the album, period, because over time, like, my favorites always change. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Dedicate, I feel like he really stepped on that bitch and he, <laughs> and, and he son, the new generation of rap, like, the tatted your face and changed the culture. The screen suwu and the gangsters loved the uh bought a Bugatti. But yo, like hey, I started this, you did basically. Um I'm just glad that Lil Wayne kinda like you don't really see Wayne's son niggas a lot, but he really could. <coughs> and he finally stepped on the track and got got a little cocky with it and I was like, yo, Hell yeah, you could do this, Lil Wayne. Like you deserve this. Um, <laughs> uh, Let it fly can't be broken. Like that was a great record. He had a lot of good samples. A lot of good. Well, not samples. If they weren't samples, he did have good samples. But um, they weren't samples. He chose a lot of good beats. Um, Dark Side of the Moon was really a nostalgic feeling. That was a Nicki Minaj feature. Um, yeah, that was that was that was great, man. Like. I just felt like it was like 2011 or something. <laughs> uh, he had a song with Regine on it. Yeah, it was, it was straight. <laughs> I want y'all to rewind it. Look at my eyes when I said that shit. Um, I, bro, I was really mad it was not a Drake feature. I feel like he didn't do it on purpose because people would say he needed it. But, yeah, that shit, yeah, I, I'm mad. Uh, start this shit off right, bro. That was crazy. Like that was that was that was a live record. Um, 
it wasn't the same thing as like Mrs. Officer, but it kind of had that kind of feel with it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if niggas felt the same way uh, that I feel, but that's how it felt to me. Um, Ashanti was a fine ass, killing it on there. But uh, <laughs> uh, dope new gospel. That was straight mess. Mess is definitely good. Um, I missed. I I passed over. What did I pass over? What about me? I stayed up all night for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about me? I shut down my life for you. Nah, I'm just playing, but uh That was Oh my gosh, bro, like perfect strangers. Who told who told Lil Wayne to make these these records that was gonna have niggas in their feelings? Like Lil Wayne, you don't you don't do that. Like, I, I did not expect that from him. Not saying they weren't great. They were great. Um, and not saying I didn't want them. Like, because they appreciate it. I just did not expect this from Lil Wayne. Like, um, Dark Side of the Moon. Hmm, kind of could have expected something like that. That was more of a how to love kind of song. Um, the Perfect Strangers and What About Me. Stuff like that. Mess. I didn't I didn't expect that from Lil Wayne at all. Um, well, it was a great switch for Lil Wayne. Um. Maybe it's a more mature switch because I'm I'm used to like gutter records, like trap shit. But on the Carter four, we saw less of that um, that we had seen on the Carter three and especially the Carter two and one. Um, but but he got kind of ballady on his hoe. It was straight. Um, and then he closed it out with with let it all work out. And that's when. He got about as conscious as it got. Um, he detailed about how when he was young, I think I said this in a podcast before because he had released the Rolling Stone that he was gonna he was gonna speak on this in an album. Well, on this album, that in fact, when he was young and he accidentally, quote unquote, accidentally shot himself in the chest, um, playing with a gun at home, he had really attempted suicide because his mother told him he couldn't rap but um that was a super super heartfelt song um the beat matched the the tone it matched the mood it 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 resonated bro this i I don't even have words It, it was great um I don't know, man. We're going to have to get it some more time to see how this resonates with us. Um, and then I might be able to stack it better with Lil Wayne's discography. Oh, God. God, gosh, gosh. Next. Kanye West. Why is it always bad when I have to get to Kanye West? Like, it should be good when I get to Kanye, but it, it never is. Like, it, <laughs> it just fucking never is. It never is. Last week, or really just yesterday, or Saturday and Sunday, Kanye West was set to release Yandi on Saturday. He already said that he wasn't going to release it on Friday just because he knew it was going to come in second to um to Lil Wayne's Carter Five, and he didn't want to step on a Carter Five. You know, they they're friends, Lil Wayne and and Kanye West, and they weren't going to do that. So he uh he had Kanye. Well, Lil Wayne dropped on on Friday. Kanye was set to release Yandi. On Saturday, he was set to go on Saturday Night Live, perform songs, 
and and at the end the song i'm sorry the album would drop um that's how he did with pablo um but it, it all kind of went haywire um it started out earlier that day because kanye he really kind of got all of it he didn't get all of his fans back i won't say none of that shit like he but he got fans back um a lot of people were off put when Ye came out because he did the uh, the slavery was a choice comments uh the maga hat it was it was a it was a fiasco everybody was up in arms about kanye west um and i think it really took a toll on his album sales um but it was like yo kanye west kind of took a little bit of time after the album you know what i'm saying i'm expressing his love he didn't he didn't get into the beef with with Pusha t and drake and and he was really promoting love <laughs> and then the nigga put the maga hat back on like we saw him earlier on saturday he had a maga hat on but he had it on with a colin kaepernick shirt like <laughs> like i mean i guess it's not a if you think about it as kanye i guess it's not a contradiction but to the average walking joe nigga are you kidding me like are you kidding but that's why that's why i said disclaimer guys this is a ferrari (laughs) this is a ferrari we don't do that um but he was wearing a maga hat with a colin kaepernick shirt and uh he even switched the sweater out but he didn't switch it to anything better it was a free larry hoover shirt with a colin kaepernick shirt on I mean, with a Colin Kaepernick, I mean, uh, with a with a with a MAGA hat on. Are you? So that pictures were posted about that. Social media went up in arms about Kanye. Kanye gets his fans back. Uh, not all of them, like I said. Kanye gets a fan base back. Uh, a portion of, of of the fan base he lost back from the Donald Trump comments, and then goes and puts this shit on and loses it again. And 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 even even if the, he didn't lose them by then, yeah, because people, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at social media, and those, there were those saying, "Yo, this is Kanye last chance. Like, I'm gonna give Kanye a chance. This album, Kanye last chance. Yo, Kanye, yo, do right, <laughs> do right." And the the guy comes out on uh, Saturday Night Live. And he first starts out with Lil Pump. He does the I Love It. Um, but of course, he does the clean remix, even though Lil Pump cussed it out on NBC <laughs> on live television. But it seemed just off. Like when it came when it came on, like nobody seemed excited. It, maybe it was just because, well, Kanye seemed happy. But it was just because maybe Lil Pump seems to me the type of performer where he needs a big crowd or if he doesn't have a big crowd um there shouldn't be a crowd i don't think he does well in a small crowd because he doesn't have small crowd music he has a rage or kind of music and that's the kind of artist he is but um he didn't seem like he was excited he, he wasn't giving a the audience you know that kind of feel like then like you're doing a television show right now like you're doing a live performance it, it was just it was boring then mics got out of sync with the the song so it kind of got off track um Lil Pump was cussing a lot and 
it was kind of cringy not because he was cussing but because you know you're not supposed to they were on live television um it wasn't a problem with like me but it was just affected ah <laughs> so it got kind of bad um and i think you kind of saw kanye get a little angry not i'm not i'm not even gonna lie not on stage but when he came back out to perform his second set with tiana taylor maybe he was just in a more serious tone but um the way i saw it, it kanye kanye looked as if he was he was he was upset um and he went and performed a, a song with tiana taylor like i said uh, i think it was called we got love or either that or they'll change it or the lyrics had we got love in it but it was a great song um tiana taylor's part was great kanye's um i didn't really hear it a whole lot just because it was a short verse but uh it sounded great and then that was toward the end of the snl episode he came back out after that uh toward the ending credits when they were doing the thank yous and he brought out kid cuddy and i don't know how to say her name is it just 70 shake or 070 shake 070 shake something like that <clears throat> i need to learn that that girl name but um he brought those um those two out and they performed ghost town um well i guess you could call them kids see ghost him and uh kid cuddy um and they performed ghost town and that was great and i thought they were closing out the show well we all knew they were closing out the show they closed out the show um but the ca- <laughs> the camera's on, on people's phones i guess of course don't stop rolling so kanye decides to go on a rant and he does his own kind of monologue after the show um where he talks about how um, he, he's explaining how he has a new meaning for the maga hat and he's explaining how he was bullied backstage for wearing the maga hat um at the backstage at snl he talked about how people told him not to wear it he talked about how uh, he even referred to the maga hat as his superman cape by um people telling him i guess he was saying yo you can't stop me with this on like it's me saying like i can do whatever i want to do and i get i get it kanye i get your free speech i i totally i promise i totally get it and i think the people get it but he's not getting us like (laughs) he's not getting what we're saying like yo we get your free speech but this guy's hurting the people this guy's bad for the people this guy's not for us kanye and and not and by us i don't even mean black people i mean the general public well you know money likes money and uh (laughs) whatever uh I'm about, to, I'm about to get fucking mad in this bitch um because you see all these Kanye West albums on the wall like bro it just it's horrible seeing like your favorite artist like and, and not even just your favorite artist one of the most impactful artists of this generation uh, in, in this genre period be so not like be so opposing or 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 so thoughtless in a time like that or a time like this that shit is just baffling Kanye West 
I know you said you out of the sunken place. Get out of that hole. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. I don't even know if I that think that was it, bro. <laughs> that was all I had to say in this bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, comment, subscribe, man. Uh, thank you for watching episode three. Uh, I'll definitely be back next week. Thanks for watching, your boy, man. It's Roger. Rising ground, we out. Okay. I will never salute again. I'm sorry. That was that was not cool. That <laughs> that, that that was lame. All right. Yeah.